Welcome to Post Break. My name is Chris Peterson, Board Secretary of the Post New York Alliance. This is our weekly discussion of all the forces shaping our industry right now by, by the week. Um, today's topic is expanding the community with new programs. And now to introduce our moderator, post-production supervisor, associate producer, PNYA board member, Jennifer Lane. Oh, okay. Hi. Wait, I cannot stare at myself. Hi, everybody. I've seen a lot of you uh, this week because we've had some new events and meetings. So thanks for everybody who attends. Uh, some of this information might be repetitive to some of you. So we just wanted to talk about um, our new programming and how to make the most out of uh, your membership. The first thing I just want to say is I hope everyone is doing well. It's been almost six months. Hope everyone's sanity is okay. And I put this in the um, Post Alliance members, members page on Facebook, but the Actors Fund has services available for free for anyone who is feeling overwhelmed or would like some mental health help um, or attend a workshop. So I'm just gonna cut and paste what I um, had put into, let's see if I can get into the chat. Wait, I can't see the chat for some reason. Chat, there we go. Everything um, that I had put in the Facebook page uh, just because it's useful information should anyone need it. Uh, the other thing I'm going to say is you don't need to madly write down anything that's in the chat. At the end of the Zoom call, you can save the chat. For anyone who doesn't know, there are three dots at the bottom of the chat on the right. And if you click on it, it says save chat. And that way you have all the information. Not every Zoom call allows you to do that. So you may not have seen that before, but that is something available so you don't have to take mad notes or anything like that. So just, um, just putting that out there for information, we are working on a mental health panel, but that's gonna be discussed later. Okay, so that's number one. I hope everyone is healthy, well, mentally stable, knows to reach out to friends, family, and these services should anyone need any help because it's maddening, like this COVID business is a bit maddening. So switching gears to social awareness, one thing that the board and uh, the organization's been trying to build over the years is our social awareness, that we're a post organization in New York City. We are um, a lobbying organization. We created the New York tax credit uh, or help lobby for it. And we're big supporters of it. And your fees go towards a lobbyist that keep it in place. Um, but we're constantly trying to get word out there about our organization, just about post in New York. It's been before COVID, thriving greatly, which is wonderful, but we wanna keep adding more members and more, more information. So we, just in case you are not aware, and again, I'm gonna cut and paste. Um, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and we have a private uh, members group as well. They have to be admitted into. So um, just if you are on any of these platforms uh, and you see our stuff, please join it. Please like it. Please share it. More members, more knowledge, the better. You know, we want to keep New York going strong. And we just like uh, for people to be aware of us. And you're welcome to post anything on the P uh, PNYA members group page. 
um, the public page is for anyone, but when we have job announcements, we put, um, or things that are specific for our members, we put it also on the Facebook members page, besides sending out an email, just sometimes people don't read their emails. So that's another way to um, just get extra information out of your membership. Um, just talking about member benefits, I mean, you're all members, but just making sure you're all aware of all the benefits besides, um, um, you know, the job board, which is very important and is starting to get used again. What happens is when there's a job, we um, post something on the Facebook page as well. And we're on Slack, which we'll get to, but right now Slack has members and non-members. So that's the only place we're additionally posting jobs, but you can set up your settings so that you get notified when there is a job that is posted. So just log into the website and check your settings for that. Cause you can be notified when a specific kind of job is posted on the job board. Um, there's also a members page when you log in, when you log in and you click on the word members, a members benefits page pops up. It's, we don't, we're working on those benefits. Obviously there's, bigger priorities right now, but there is a members page and there's also a members facts page that helps answer some questions once you log in. And just making sure, sorry, one second, I just have to tell my toddler to shush. <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, uh, when you're in the website, you are also able to email any member of the uh, any member of the Post Alliance. When you look up their name, uh, right above their name, once you click on their name, it says "Message me," and it protects everyone's privacy to not give out email addresses unless someone has made it public on their own. But once so you write someone in the website, uh, they are then sent an email that says you've received an email or you haven't read all your emails. So please check in. So that is a way if you've met somebody or heard of somebody, you want to reach out to somebody, you can absolutely do it that way. Now, just one thing about people's profiles, you can make everything public if you want to. Just if you don't want things public, just make sure you've set up your profiles to be private if you want them private. It's literally a click of a button on the left of each item that's, set, that's either red or green. Red means stop, green means go. So that is a way to, a way to uh, share information. Um, and people, before COVID, and people are starting to do this now, people reach out to us for crewing up and we can send lists of the different fields of names of people to producers, post supers, post execs, whatever they're looking for. Nobody can access your personal information if they're not a member. Um, again, to protect people's privacy. So we hope they reach out to us and then we provide further information. And resumes, if you have them. Oh, that's the last thing, resumes. If you haven't ever sent us a resume, send it to membership at postnewyork.org. Rebecca and I manage um, folders of resumes of assistant editors, PAs, colorists, music people, everything. I would keep your IMDB profile updated, but people do ask for resumes from us. And so when you get a new job and you want to update your resume, please send it to us and we'll just update it in the folder. All post supers, APs, post producers, co-producers, in the PNYA have access to those folders as well. So they use them as well. I, I find out later, they're like, oh yeah, I hired by so-and-so from your folder, I found their resume. So it is used by a lot of people. So please do uh, send that to us. There is a resume function on the website as well, where you can put uh, your resume, where, and I would do that as well because those that are members can access your resumes that way as well. Okay, next is a new communication we're trying to uh, increase communication and knowledge between the members and people knowing each other. So one thing is Slack. So I'm gonna let Rebecca talk about Slack. Uh, 
I'm going to mute myself. Hi. So I think a lot of us are already on Slack, but for those who do not know, it's, you know, it's just easy. It's kind of like the old AIM, you know, uh, the AOL, just kind of chatting with each other. But so we, ha we have created all these different channels for editorial, VFX, sound, music, but you can also create your own channels. And that's something I don't think we've really publicized. If there's anything that's of interest to you that you think that maybe you can get a couple of people in on, whether it's, you know, um, you want to go uh, hiking or you like to cook or you, you, we have the green membership channel. So whatever you feel that you can create and you want to start inviting people, feel free. I think the easiest way is just create a channel and then announce it in the general page. And usually people, you know, come to, to your, your channel. So the other thing that we have started to do is we have the donut and those who do not know donut, we didn't name it donut. It's just an app that automatically pairs two or three people every week um, to have coffee and donuts. That's really what it's supposed to be. But it doesn't, it doesn't tell you if the person is in your field or if it's somebody that's more established or somebody who's just trying to enter or who's trying to establish themselves. It just kind of pairs you up randomly, which is, I think it's a great thing if you just want to meet people in the industry and just kind of have a chat. Going back to the whole um, mental awareness and, and sanity, maybe you just want to have a chat and see who's available. And this pairs you up every Tuesday. And you can message the person directly on Donut or you can set up a call or a Zoom uh, conference video. So I, we thought it would be something that would be very helpful to everyone. Uh, but we're also open to any ideas that you might have for Slack. If there's anything you're thinking of how to create it, somebody had an idea of doing um, kind of like a Q&A on Slack instead of doing it on Zoom, we just haven't found somebody who would be willing to start that and kind of establish it. So maybe that's an idea that somebody can take on. Um, so that's just the basic ideas. But uh, again, we're very open to any new ideas and just kind of, we want to help you to network because we understand that this COVID situation is not making it easy for anyone. So let us know how we can help. Uh, that's me. <laughs> Great. Rebecca, will you post the link to the Slack in the chat? I was trying to find it and I couldn't. Sorry. Um, okay, great. Um, wonderful. So Slack is really actually quite a great communication tool and there are lots of channels and please feel free to create a channel about anything. Um, you know, whatever, late night drinkers, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I've just lost my notes one moment. Just gotta get back to them. Okay, great. So um, for those who don't know, we, we have a education committee which is run by Chris Peterson, amazingly. Thank you, Chris. And from that, we also created a diversity uh, committee. It was a subcommittee and it's under ed, um, education, but we do have two uh, different committees. So the diversity committee right now is meeting every Tuesday at 5 p.m. And the education committee meets every Friday at 10 a.m. And we're gonna talk about um, post breaks. Chris, do you wanna talk about that and then I'll get into diversity? Certainly. Um, it's really been a pleasure co-chairing the, the committee with uh, Ryan Penny and working with Rebecca and all the other people working so hard to put on these post breaks every week. I think they've been beneficial for all of us. Um, the, the original intent was to 
keep us all in touch with each other, but also keep up with everything going on in this dynamic situation. But it's the staying in touch, I think, that's been really beneficial. And that's why we've beefed up the breakout room portion of post breaks. Um, you might have noticed in the past few weeks, and we've got a lot of great feedback about that part. So, so we'll keep the breakout rooms going. Some of the upcoming topics are animation in New York and its relation to the VFX tax credit um, will be dark for the two weeks around Labor Day. So that's the third and the 10th. Um, coming out of that, we'll have a general membership meeting, which is unrelated to post break. And then we'll also be exploring topics like uh, HDR and the Rec 709 color space, mental health topics, and the future of post. And by all means, again, tagging on to what Jen was saying about Slack, please go to the Slack channel and recommend any other topics you'd like to know about or you'd like to see us cover. And thank you to all who filled out the um, survey and filled in topics there. I did receive that and we're, we're actively discussing those topics in the committee meetings which, like Jen said, are every Friday morning at 10 a.m. And all are welcome to that as well. Thank you. Just to add to that, <laughs> when you do join Slack, we encourage that you put your entire name, but also if you want to put your title on that, that we recommend it. You don't have to, but at least your, your full name would be nice. Just because like, if we have three or four Brians, it's a little hard to know which one I'm talking to. So that's the only other thing when joining Slack. That's all. Good point. Good point. Uh, okay, so um, the diversity committee is the newest thing, and there's a bunch of stuff that is um, going on with the D diversity committee. The first thing I just want to say is there are about 25 people on the diversity committee, and we are looking for a way to make the diversity committee more diverse. It is a lot of people who are white, and uh, we are looking for more people who would like to join. We cannot it's sort of, you know, the face of diversity committee seems, um, it, sh it should just be by more diverse, basically, as, an, as a committee. So anybody who wants to join, please let us know. Uh, you can write us at the membership email, which we put in the Slack, I mean, in the chat. And we welcome anybody who would like to be involved for any portion to create something new, or to you know be involved in one of the initiatives that uh, I'm about to talk about. So the first thing that we did, I'm going to go a little out of order, Rebecca, is we started this week something called Who You Don't Know. So the industry it works with who you know. You people recommend who they know or who they their friend knows, and you know that kind of thing. And we want to break down that barrier. One of the main things is we want to try to break, break you know, make post production more inclusive for everybody, whether they're Hispanic, whether they're black, whether they're um, gay, anything, anything and everything. There should be no stereotypes and nobody should be kicked out or not included in, in an environment. So one way is to just introduce everybody to everybody. So what we started was who you don't know and we started it with editorial. And so we're trying to do it first by field and getting more people in editorial to know one another more people in sound, more people in music, more people in visual effects. Um, those that want to advance can get more of an opportunity to meet seasoned people. 
So we've done, we did this twice this week, once at one o'clock on Tuesday and uh, yesterday at four o'clock. Uh, there were 25 people the first day. There were, I think, 40 people the second day. We are going to do this more often. There are a major, the field that is um, most popular, I guess, in the post industry of the freelancers is picture editorial. So we will do more of those in the other fields, but we will try to cover all the fields. And literally it's this, it's a Zoom. We go into a breakout room for 20 minutes. Breakout rooms of five or six people. People talk, they come back for five minutes. They go into a new breakout room for 20 minutes, come back. And both days, everybody wanted a third round. So we did a third round. And people drop off when they need to drop off and people have their name and their title. And everybody who wants to have their email out there puts it in the chat. And again, everybody saves it. And it is a way to put a name to the face that you've, uh, you know, a name to the face or a face to the name. And it seemed to work very well. I got a lot of positive feedback. Um, I hope people weren't just being nice during the call yesterday, but we didn't get any, but we welcome all criticism. But we are going to start to do this more often because I feel like the best thing that came out of the pigs and most of the events was the networking. And since we really can't do that and we're not going to host in-person events for a long time, this is, this is a good substitute. As I mean, the breakout rooms are after every event, but that's basically what it is. It's a smaller breakout room with specifically with the people you want to meet. So we'll do it by field, and then we'll do th something like PAs and post-supers, assistants and post-supers, editors and PAs, you know, any combo that people want, you know. And then, you know, we're just not making it all membership because then it just gets chaotic, and we're trying to help people focus on the field they're trying to, to work in or advance in or start in. So the next editorial one, we haven't sent the email out yet. It's going to be Wednesday, August 26th at 7 p.m., um, we're going to try a nighttime one. People said that they are, some people started working and they can't attend during the day. Um, also, uh, next week, we're going to try to do sound and music or visual effects. We're still working out the schedule. So sorry, I didn't have the dates locked in, but I think we'll do a visual effects on September 3rd. And so the time of day, we're kind of guessing when people are available and we're going to try to do more than one, um, you're not going to only do one visual effects one a month. You know, we're going to try to stagger it different weeks at different times to just mix it up. So that was pretty successful. So we called it who you don't know, but of course, you know, some people, so just trying to be clever. The second thing is people talked about wanting mentors. I'm so sorry. There's noise in the background. Of course, this is time to a lawnmower outside of the house that I'm staying in. Um, Airtable is, a, is something that Rebecca is going to screen share to show you what we're working on. Basically, people talked about wanting mentors. Some people signed up saying they wanted to be mentors. We weren't quite sure how to pair people up and have it be successful. We didn't know if we wanted a three-month three thing or a, a six-month thing. So this is not public yet um, because we're still setting up the profiles. But this is what Airtable is. It's going to be a bunch of professionals who are offering their time on their schedule when they are free to have conversations with anyone who wants to meet one of them. And um, so these are going to be the profiles through Airtable. And then you will click on a link um, that has been set up through Calendly. Um, this is an example of Shirley's. And then you are able to sign up for a 30-minute call um, or a 15-minute call and she sets the times and she is showing you exactly <laughs> how to sign up. And then it's in both your calendars and it's either a Zoom or a phone call 
or a Google chat, or maybe you just exchange emails and you figure out some other way to talk. Um, and it's all, um, um, and, and it's all set up that way. And this is going to allow more personal conversations. So right now we have Chad Birmingham as a music editor. There's some post supers, there's assistant editors, editors, uh, freelance sound editor. We're trying to fill this more before the initial launch. So it isn't just, um, there's just visual effects. People are still writing their profiles of those that we have uh, approached. So we're trying to fill this uh, up more before we launch it for everyone to sign up for. And we just ask that you are cognizant that there are several members that might want to do this. So please don't sign up for um, 20 slots on the get-go. Um, so this is going to be a great function, uh, we think, and this allows people to have those who are, uh, oh, great, cool. Thanks for the compliment, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> um, we're hoping that it's gonna work really well for people's personal schedules. Um, you know, it's very hard to get people to pin down when they're available. So hopefully this will help uh, force, not force, but create more one-to-ones and maybe, and we're hoping that mentorships come out of this. We wanted to roll this out first before we were like, you're paired with her and he's paired with you because we weren't sure exactly. There are a lot of people that are like, well, I'm kind of interested in a bunch of different things. So we wanted this to sort of help figure that out. So that is Airtable and Calendly. If anyone is on here would like to participate on the meeting side, creating a profile, um, please also email us at uh, membership at postnewyork.org and we will send you the instructions. You set up your own Calendly uh, um, account and we enter it on Airtable. Uh, so that way everything is under the same thing. We're calling it face-to-face -face with post professionals, I think. If anybody's got a cleverer names, we are welcome. We welcome all names. Um, then the last thing, um, well, there's many more things to talk about. The next thing to talk about is mentoring roundtables. So the PGA does this, where they have one professional sit with, I think, six or eight people for two hours, and then they just talk about whatever with those five or six people. It's sort, um, it's, it's sort of like a small breakout room. But what we're trying to do is, again, focus it by field. So we are doing a trial with a bunch of students who graduated from Made in New York, the Made in New York graduate program. Again, before we, we're, we wanna try everything first to make sure it'll work. And uh, Shannon Fitzpatrick has um, been amazing at setting this up. And there are gonna be two, uh, People from editorial, uh, uh, Ernest Boyd and someone else uh, for the first one. And it's going to be three weeks in a row, mainly with the same attendees, covering sort of three different topics in editorial. And once we see if that structure works, we are going to launch it by different fields as well. Um, it's going to be, if they're two professionals, I say professionals, people who are more seasoned is what I mean. People are more seasons talking to, maybe it's 10 people, maybe it's 15 people. We're trying different sizes to see how the conversations go. So again, we're experimenting with this. Um, so this will roll out just a little slower than the other two things. The other thing is um, I wanted to talk about is uh, there's a lot of question about how diversity is gonna be increased in the workforce. Obviously these are ways for people to meet each other and get mentoring advice. 
So I'm having a conversation with a lot of post-supervisors, post-producers, co-producers, APs next week in a group setting where we're talking about this. I want to say that the movement has been heard and a lot of people have approached us asking for recommendations for specific positions and asking to make sure that there is a diverse pool sent to them. So people really want their editing rooms to be more diverse. It's people have been heard. So it is happening. It's not, um, I, I can't say like, this is how you absolutely get in, but it's, ha it's definitely happening. The Post Alliance does not have an official list. I have an, a list for myself. If you would like to be on a list, if you are a person of color and you would like to be on a list, um, there are two public lists that are out there. One is called Black in Post, and the other is called the Handy Foundation. Um, I know most people who join. I'm learning who most people are, so I am making my own list, and it is not just people of color. It is listing Hispanics, people who are Asian, the whole gamut. Women, men, we're trying to come up with a way. We have not asked our members to check certain boxes. I classify myself as Caucasian. I classify myself as heterosexual. We don't do that. We didn't think we should do that. Um, but we are trying to uh, make sure that the pool that is presented is not only white men, to be honest, and not to offend white men who are on this phone call. We just want an assortment of people who are qualified for the job presented. Um, so I'm having a conversation with post supers just to sort of have a free talk about that, um, just as amongst us who are in the hiring positions. Also going to be talking about co working safely during COVID, because as some of you know, there's shows that are supposedly prepping and supposedly going to start shooting in September and October. And the rules for production are they can only work 10 hour days, period no matter what and i want to and there are certain precautions being put in place for production and i just wanted to chat with the other post supers ap's post producers about the precautions being put in place on the shows that are supposedly coming to make sure that we're protected and we're not the um forgotten stepchild that we often are in post-production so there's a lot of awareness on diversity and safety amongst all the post supers that I'm in contact with, with, which are a lot that are members. Um, there's also talk about making, like we're all chatting about how we can bring back some type of official apprentice position because the budgets always only have like a PA and then they'll have a second assistant. But in an apprentice position that could be an apprentice to a post super, an apprentice to a music editor. Again, that's another topic we're trying to figure out how we can convince studios to be aware of that but i want you but i do want to say that studios are aware so i've talked to a couple different studios and they have said the same things we want to make sure our editing rooms are diverse we want to make sure that um we are paying attention to you know the social movement and want to be aware of that all so it's out there it's i um just keep meeting more and more people and then you'll be that's what i would recommend to everybody um, another thing the diversity committee, two people on the diversity committee are working very hard on is creating, um, for lack of a better name right now, an anti-racism event where we discuss 
unbiased dialogue that should be used in the workplace, in, in, in the field. Some people are not aware that they, they are actually sounding racist when they do not intend to be racist and to make more people aware of the proper language to use. So that's another thing that's coming out of a diversity committee. Thank you, Julie and Shannon for that. Uh, again, it's not set yet. Um, and then the last thing, which is further down the list because we can only attack so many things at once because we are all volunteers, is outreach with other organizations such as um, um, Who You Know. Uh, we want to have, uh, or, or Women in Film, or um, I'm sorry, Shannon, the name of the organization. But, um, Brown Girls Doc Mafia. Thank you. Um, I, and uh, there are many organizations like this. And we have a list of them and we're trying to start to contact people. It would be great to do cross pollination with other organizations, not to beef up the PNY membership, of course, that would be great, but also to meet more people and to bring more people into the fields and for them to see, um, you know, people of color in higher positions and to help increase those numbers. Uh, so that is something we want to do. We just haven't started that process yet because we've got to get the other stuff rolling um, first. And I think I covered all the things that the diversity committee is covering. Did I miss anything? Anyone on the diversity? There's a lot of people here on this call who are on the diversity committee. Thank you for attending this. The last thing I want to say is um, members versus non-members. The air table, the, the, the office hours, we call that office hours at first, the face-to-face -face with post professionals is a member benefit only. The post breaks are currently for members and non-members. We are keeping some things that are specific member benefits because well, otherwise, why would you be a member? So we do encourage people to tell others to join the Post Alliance for the members. The job board is a member benefit. The, um, I will say that the folder of resumes, there are non-members in there because we can't keep track of who sent us a resume and when they quit and when they don't quit. Uh, the who you know events, who you don't know events are for members only. So we are trying to, um, the mentoring roundtables will be for members only. So we are trying to focus on taking care of the members first. And then we do want to outreach to other organizations and involve other people. And we want post-production as a whole to be more diverse, not just those in the Post Alliance, but we have to start with our members first to take care of them and also to make sure some of these programs work. Um, so there's a general membership meeting that Chris mentioned earlier. It's on, it's going to be on September 16th. I don't know what time that's going to be. Maybe in the morning. It replaces a board meeting. It usually, and the board members will be at the meeting. And that is for members and non-members. So if anyone who's on this call is non-member, you can attend that as well. Obviously, you can keep attending post breaks or anyone who sees this recording. Um, but there are things we are keeping for um, special for our members. But the general membership meeting will be we'll be discussing uh, stuff related to the tax credit and any apprenticeship um, progress to create that position. Um, anything to do with like general information about how the organization works um, and just the information about our, our organization. We have 62 companies and 550 individuals. So we are going strong and happily to say that people have remained members even during COVID um, because we are trying to 
take care of our community. So that will be announced soon and a time will be picked and it'll be put on the calendar. I have just babbled a lot. Does anybody have any questions? <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a few I could share here. Great. Um, that people have been good enough to type in the chat. Um, could there possibly be payment plans for individual members who would prefer not to pay the entire $200 at once? It's a little hard for us to manage payment plans uh, based on the system we have on the back end. Um, we can revisit it. Uh, only a, like a handful of companies have payment plans, but we can absolutely revisit it since that has been asked. Put it on the notes. To I will talk to the finance person about it. Yeah, our treasurer. <laughs> our treasurer, yes. And what about cross-networking? Like if we in editorial want to meet people across sound or music or VFX? Great. Happy to do um, who you don't know events for that as well, for sure. Editorial, music, visual effects. It's just, uh, it has to be limited a little bit because, uh, I mean, Zoom can ha handle 500 people, but thought a little slower you get to talk to people more but for sure if there if that is more interested if there's more of an interest in that we will do that editorial and sound and music or visual effects yeah these are all great ideas thank you to our the participants today for for typing these into the group chat um another one jen um i would love an early career slash post pa roundtable chat i met a post pa through the slack donut and it was cool to network across the same way. So to network laterally the same way it's important to network up. Um, and it may also be a safe space for people to talk about problems specific to entry level positions. Uh, so a, a mentoring round table that's, or, or, a, or who you don't know event, I'm sorry. I can't see it in here. It sounded like more of a, a who you don't know, but just for um, more entry level folks. Mm -hmm. Yes. So entry level positions are invited to all of these who you don't know. Just so you, just, just so you know this. So this was editorial and those that were invited were editors, assistant editors, apprentice editors, sponsored members, PAs, and Made in New York grads, because I don't know what the PAs, sponsored members, and Made in New York grads are interested in. So they will be invited to all these who you don't knows. So it's not just people who are already in the editorial level. So there were a lot of post PAs who attended. Um, but yes, we should do them entry level networking opportunities. Yes. Good idea. Maybe the idea is entry level people would like to talk amongst each other with no senior people hearing what they're saying. Ha, hilarious. That's fine. That's funny. By the way, like the breakout rooms happen and I'm not in any of the rooms, so I have no idea what's going on in them and then they come back. So it's sort of very private and these are not recorded. None of these are recorded. So um, entry-level networking, talk amongst cells. Okay, great. And, uh, great idea. And next, what are your folks' thoughts on things like blind resumes, where you can remove the name of the candidate to help with bias on 
ethnic or, or gendered names as a strategy. Great. I've never seen a blind resume. I didn't know people do that. Um, I think it's a great I, I think it's a great idea. I just didn't know that was a thing that people do. Has anyone on here? I've seen a couple, I've read a couple things about it recently, and essentially it started mainly with orchestras because they're so heavily men. So oh. what they did is they would come out and play, but you can't see them. And after that happened, the number of women who were introduced into orchestras went through the roof. So they even have you wear your socks so they can't hear high heels. And they are starting to have people not talk so they can't hear an accent or if you're female or male. So it's like a pretty interesting study in that particular field. Wow, I have heard of that with the music. That's true. I have heard they play behind a curtain or something. Yeah, it's a complete, that, yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Of orchestras because of that. It'd be great to adopt that here. It'd be fantastic. It's like that show, what's, what is it, The Voice? They turn around? Yeah. <laughs> that'd be amazing i don't i mean i think that would be fantastic um i feel like unfortunately because of imdb it's not really going to be that blind because somebody can be like oh they were the assistant editor on this movie i'm just going to go look up who were the assistant editors on this movie and it was either it's either this person or this person that's the problem people can do detective work i think that's an amazing idea and i'm going to bring it up at the post my little post a super conversation blind resumes that's uh, amazing. I will also say, and I meant to say this as well, uh, there is, there are people who are adding their pronouns after their names and their signatures, um, which I think is great. And somebody was recently on one of these Zoom calls and they had done it in the Zoom to support um, transgender, um, anyone who's transgender. So I think that's also an amazing movement and it should be supported. You don't necessarily need to do it, but just be aware of it and be supportive of it. I think any all positive, it should only be positive language, no negative language. Sorry, it's a lecture there, but any other questions? That's an interesting idea of blind resumes, wow. Yeah, last one. Would the anti-racist event also include how to help hold, help hold others accountable when they behave in a racist, sexist, homophobic, mm. or transphobic manner. For example, how to help take the burden of that off of people of color. I would love it to. Uh, we, so uh, I don't know if Shannon wants to speak to this, but we're, we're trying to find people who can, we're not gonna lecture people on how to be uh, appropriate have appropriate behavior, we're bringing in professionals to do it. We're going to pay somebody to do it, like somebody who has experience in this kind of thing. And yes, I think that would be great. I think it would be great if it would cover that. I don't know, Shannon, if that has come up in your conversations with people you've talked to about it, or it might be too early. I think um, the, I, sort of the idea behind the anti-racism training and the reason to use the word anti-racism is that it's like collective work that we all need to be doing. So it's not like saying you're, this person's racist, we're gonna train them how to not be racist. It's like racism is a structural problem. We need to work together to figure out how to combat that. So that's just the reasoning behind the word anti-racism. Um, the anti-racist trainings that I've attended with other organizations have focused on like building a shared understanding and common language that we can move forward with. 
Um, I'm not exactly sure what will happen with what we do. It's very in demand right now, which is awesome, but it also means it's hard to find people who are available to do this work. Um, so we're still researching that and looking for it. But yeah, I mean, I think my goal would be to have a, a few different things that we could address how individuals behave and also how individuals might confront, um, you know, racist structures and systems and definitely taking the burden off of black indigenous people of color would be amazing. I would love to train across the board in this industry for that work to happen. Um, but yeah, that's all to say, we're still doing like the preliminary research to find someone to do this training with us. Um, but that's a great question. So thank you, Amanda. Hope that clarified everything. Yeah, I think that's, that's a great question. Absolutely. And I think we should do it more than once for sure. Um, I think it's very, very important. Um, sorry, was there another question? No, that's it for questions. Um, if you're ready, we could begin our one minute countdown for the, for the networking, unless there's anything else you'd like to add. I hope I covered everything. We want people to get the most out of their membership and also um, be involved. The last thing I want to say is, you know, we welcome anyone to be involved in any of this planning and scheduling and I applaud everybody on the education committee and the diversity committee for everything that everyone is doing and trying to do. Um, and it is, you know, it is volunteers. So I will say, please be patient. You know, we're trying to get this going. You know, the PGA does a lot of stuff. The editors Guild does a lot of stuff, but they also have a staff. We don't. So um, we, um, we do have a, we did hire a publicist recently to help with the message of the Post Alliance, um, but we do also have this lobbyist um, and we are a lobbying organization, but we want this all to happen. So anybody who is, has time to help with something or is like, you know what, I wanna specifically work on this one thing or help develop this one thing, um, you know, please let us know. Uh, Rebecca and I read the membership at postnewyork.org email. She reads most of them, I read some of them. <laughs> Rebecca has done a fantastic job. And so I applaud Rebecca as well. Everyone should applaud Rebecca. Um, but we really welcome all, um, all questions, all advice. Don't be, there's no, uh, no criticism. We don't, we don't, I don't want to criticize. I don't, I wouldn't criticize anybody for any, any idea. And I also wanted to say, I know it's hard when there is, there, if this happened with sexual harassment, if there's a sexual harassment incident or racist incident, in a workplace, who do you go to? And I would say you would go to your the head of the post department, but I know sometimes it's not as, uh, you know, people are not as sympathetic. And that's the other thing I'd want to come out of the anti-racism event is understanding that people should not be afraid to come forward with situations. I think that's very important. People are still learning. I think people are still learning that because they're afraid of being ostracized. And I think it's, People should stand up and people should be heard and not, and they should not, there should not be any um, punishment for coming forward. It's just my belief. Anywho, so I think that covers everything. Um, thank you all for being members, for those of you that are members. Um, uh, people from LA always say, I can't believe you guys help each other in New York. <laughs> so I think it, it really helps that we try to help one another and, um, if you 
can't do something, you try to help somebody else who, um, who could take something that you can't do. And somebody helped all of you at one point in your life. And I don't forget that who helped me. So I try to pay it forward. So pay it forward. Be safe. Wear a mask. Be nice. Anyway, but we're ready for the breakout groups. <laughs> how long is it? I forget how long we limit it to. Yeah, there'll be 20 minutes. And first, if I could just promo next week's topic, it will be oh, yeah. animation in New York and its relation to the VFX tax credit, the, the special bucket within the tax credit for VFX and animation and what the animation scene in New York is right now. And again, big thank you to the PNYA Education and Events Committee for um, producing and post-producing these every week.